Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Second Opinion with me, Dr. Christian. This is your weekly podcast prescription that intends to help and advise you when you need it most. And I think that time is certainly now. Please, by the way, do subscribe to the series and tell your friends when you get a second as we'd like this to benefit as many people as possible. Um, The bit now that I hate saying, but I've got to, the opinions expressed in this forum are purely my own. If you're feeling unwell, you should refer to the current advice given by the NHS in terms of calling various helplines, etc, etc. I'm joined as always, and it is a pleasure to be so joined by my good friend and podcasting partner, the lovely Alex Stanger. Alex. Hello, my darling. How are we? Hello. Now, I should say we are doing this remotely, aren't Uh we? Um, We are both in, in various lockdowns in our various homes. Yeah, we are. So I've got to put a sort of bit of a warning on that my son's just come in and I use a swore word with him, a swear word with him, which is a bit naughty. And um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping I won't be swearing at my children, but they they may come in at any point or you may hear a piano strike up or some screaming because they've all got a bit feral. Well, then I, I have, I should say I have a small dog who does like to come in and check what's going on. So that might also happen. So um, the situation we're in is really quite unusual and very different for all of us, isn't it? So yeah. um, we are socially distanced from each other, which I'm, I'm sad about, actually. It's weird and strange. And it is confusing. strange. Um, it's it's going to, we're going to look back on this time. And I, I don't know, I think we'll probably look back on this time with really mixed thoughts. Because I must say, um, as a family we are all sort of mucking together and we keep yelling at the kids, do you understand? Do you understand just how weird this all is? And just for clarity, how old are your kids? Remind us. Five, eight and ten. Okay. So, yeah, all male, which is fine. Wow. But that just means they're like tiger cubs. They're just sort of like, sort of like gnarl at each other and sort of like, ah. You need to learn to say no more, don't you? Yeah, I really do need to say say no in a pleasant mummy way instead of just the way it normally comes out. (laughs) <laughs> so three boys are they are they sort of are they understanding what's going on or what what's um what? yeah i mean they the little one doesn't quite get it he yeah. still thinks that we can go and do a lot of things that we planned on doing over easter the oh. older two seem absolutely fine with it because it yeah. means that they are um not going to school which and homeschooling seems to be optional for them except 
uh, me and their father think that that's a load of rubbish and we do keep trying to pull them back into the fray. But yeah, we're, we're having some success. I mean, I think that's the hardest thing is the homeschooling bit. You just realise, oh my good God, I had respect for teachers before, but I've got a renewed, <laughs> a renewed respect for them like you wouldn't believe after this very small enforced experiment that is our homeschooling. And, and how do you think generally, how are your friends and things coping with this? Are people sort of, are we still quite enjoying it and it's exciting or is it starting to grate a little bit, do you think? I think that everybody's, I don't know. I mean, like obviously we're in a really, me personally, I'm in such a privileged position. I've got a garden. Yeah. I've got um, a partner. I'm in, you know, I'm in this house. It's it's fine. We've got enough money that we can buy food. You know, yeah. we are in a, a really privileged position. So for us, it's sort of, and we all sort of tend to get on most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for us, we are, it's not as horrific as I think it could be for a lot of people. And I think that a lot of my friends are in the same position, you know. Lots of people will find this fairly easy and we'll all be sort of having quite a nice time. And others, it will be horrendous if you're in not a very nice place, living with people you don't particularly like, or you have sort of, conditions anxieties and phobias and various things that have perhaps been really triggered by everything i'd imagine this is very very difficult indeed i think so yeah yeah so we need to help we need to think how on earth do we get people through this and and keep the keep their spirits up really keep the chin up yes might sound a bit crass but i think it does need doing doesn't it yeah i think so i mean like I, i hear a lot of people say that they just can't face the news anymore um i don't know if if you've had that same thing i think i do feel like there's been a we just, it, it, it's all there is, isn't there? And we do have to be informed, but I do feel that there should come a point where you you maybe step away a little bit. I don't know. What do you think, Christian? I, I think, think it depends. Yeah. So I think that's a really good point in that I think if you say have health anxieties, if you have um, contamination anxieties, if you're a hand washer with, with sort of OCD type traits, this is going to be a really, really hard time for you. There is mm. lots of advice out there, sort of mental health charities like Mind and things are putting advice out. But I think you know what triggers you. So if you're obsessively checking the news all the time, if you're obsessively washing your hands all the time, that's the time when you need to sort of try really hard to step back. And I know that's famous last words, but limit. Say you can, okay, I can scroll through the BBC website or something for 10 minutes, you know, each day and that's all. And you must be strict about that. That's really important. Otherwise, you are going to go into meltdown, you know, doing it um, because you haven't got people around to help you possibly if as we are in isolation. And that's I think you can see that the risks there, can't you? Yeah. So, I mean, what would you suggest? Are you saying limits? So would you set a timer? Yeah. I mean, how would you do that? And yeah. If you know that you've got one of these disorder, uh, compulsive disorder like that, yeah. is that how you would deal with it? It's absolutely how I deal with it. So you've got to be really strict with yourself and hopefully you sort of are in a place where you've had some treatment or therapy or advice so you know the sorts of things you need to be doing. And then, I mean, do get in touch with people that have helped you in the past, by the way. They can give you more advice. I think that's important. You know, social isolation doesn't mean you can't pick up a phone. Remember that. Um, and the other thing I just want to quickly squeeze in here, actually, is so my one of my many big concerns about things that are going on is coronavirus is probably taking priority all well and good but 
shouldn't be at the expense of other conditions. So if you're struggling with mental health, still reach out to the professionals that were, you know, helping you. Don't feel that you're going to be using up valuable time. I think that's really important because we can't let other problems, you know, go by unchecked and possibly get worse and things, or we're going to end up in a, even more problems later on. So don't feel that your condition perhaps is not worthy of getting help or advice at this time. I know, but, I was going to say that because that I think is a major concern, isn't it? That you think... Oh, I can't. I can't bother people, or I can't yeah. bother the GP, or I can't bother, you know, the people that the usual routes that I would go down to get yeah. some help. Yeah, and and that's sort of that's very much the way we tend to think as humans. You know, the the big headline at the moment is the thing that gets all our attention, and nothing else really matters. But actually, we all matter, and all our conditions are important. And if you've had something that's been doing reasonably well with treatment, or you're you know trying to start off getting treatment, do try and continue it. I know circumstances are much harder. And you may not be able to get appointments or advice quite so readily, but don't give up completely. As far as sort of OCD and anxiety and things, yeah, you, you've got to be really strict with yourself. So as you were saying, maybe set a timer, maybe saying, right, you know, 10 a.m. in the morning, I'm going to have 15 minutes and I can stick to the BBC website and maybe one other. And it's important, the websites that you do look at. I mean, I, I really want to cover this with you, actually, but there's a wealth of nonsense out there. Isn't yeah. There? And yeah, so don't yeah. be dragged in because you can end up in some terrible rabbit hole spiraling round and round, getting more and more anxious with the stuff you're reading. So stick to the sort of plain, boring, safe. I don't mean boring, but you know what I mean? The safe websites um, that give you a sort of more balanced view and, and limit the time that you're on them. Then go and do something else. That's really, really important. So I have one because I get um, I'm on various different WhatsApp groups. and They've grown Ooh, like, ridiculously yeah. Yeah. Um, because of this. And it's been brilliant because I've been getting some of the best videos and best sort of memes and all of that stuff come through, yeah. which has been hilarious. But also been getting some what I only can presume is false advice. You know, it's always my sister's brother-in-law something around yeah, you know yeah. it's like some friend of a friend of a friend like, oh, that they go. saw <laughs> the tanks going into London or yeah. that they've sent this advice from someone who is working in China and I just wanted to know if you know if some of these ones are true the, the one that went around a few weeks ago and all this was sort of before we were isolating and all of that yeah. there was one very lengthy one that said you shouldn't have drinks with ice and that you should have a hot drink, tea or something like that every 15 minutes because the virus doesn't like um, hot drinks. Now, is that a load of twaddle or is that one of those ones that you think, oh, there may be something in that? It's a load of twaddle. I mean, ah. as far as advice goes, OK, having a hot drink or drinking water is not bad general advice, but you're probably over hydrating definitely if you did you say every 15 minutes or something it was every it was every 15 minutes on this one I'm, i can't find i must find it again honestly i should come to these podcasts a bit prepared shouldn't i it no was, no no but we don't we don't want too again. much of the details because you know it is nonsense and actually if you're having a hot drink every 15 minutes you're going to be doing nothing other than making hot drinks and going to the loo basically which might yeah. pass the time but it ain't fun so I don't know. I don't know why. I, I'll never, ever, I think, be able to sort of reconcile this in my head is why people at a time of, you know, worldwide angst and, and uncertainty feel the need to sort of make up this rubbish. It makes me really cross. 
you know, it's, it's what what do they get from it? I don't think they get money, do they? Because it's just a sort of WhatsApp that you send out or something. So I don't get it. But that's nonsense. The thing that I thought was really alarming that actually made the news was the thing about mobile five phone masks and 5G. Yeah. Did you see this? I did I just, see that over the weekend, yeah. So I think a few mobile phone masks up in Birmingham and Manchester and areas were, were set on fire because there was some stuff going around about 5G and coronavirus being somehow linked. I mean, mm. why do people do that? Alex, tell me, why? I don't know, but, you know, it's it's urban myths. It's stuff going around. And, and in these times when we're isolated and we probably haven't got the voice of reason, and, and let's face it, a lot of us probably have a bit more time on our hands to sort of That's then true. go deep into the internet and go down all the rabbit holes that you wouldn't normally go to have the time to go down because you've got to go and go to work or whatever then maybe that's sort of like it it becomes a bigger and bigger thing and people start believing i suppose but yeah that was a bit crazy wasn't it so the hot I mean, water I... one the hot water and the mass we both know that rubbish yes yeah i mean drink water it's getting warmer um you know your house might be a bit hot and stuffy so obviously hydrate as you would normally but it's not going to do anything as far as immunity or you know the virus is not going to have an aversion to tea or coffee or something like that the ones i saw this one it kind of made me laugh but then i thought people might actually be doing this was blowing a hot hairdryer up your nose to kill any virus that might be lurking there oh you see i think that's just dangerous because you could singe a hell of a lot of nasal hair (laughs) <laughs> yeah, get horribly dry, cracked, sore nose, which would actually make you probably more susceptible to getting virus than less. So if you're doing that, you can stop hair drying your nose. Oh um, I think goodness. it's safe to say. Sorry, there was another one. And this, again, was sent a few weeks ago. If you can breathe in to the count of, I think it was eight or something, yeah. then you haven't got it. That was like self-test that you could do. Um, it was just sort of like holding. I think it was just like holding think your breath. That. That's not quite so mad, I suppose. I mean, it's not in any way a very accurate or specific test. But if you, anyone who has asthma or breathing problems and things, will know sort of the limits of what they can do. And so I suppose a quick way in looking, am I short of breath? You know, because that what does that mean, short of breath? You know, if I walk up a large flight of stairs carrying bags, I'll be short of breath at the top. But is that bad? Is that good? So I think ways in which people can sort of generally quickly assess their breathing, you know, uh, as far as do I need to get more help or not, it might be a little tiny bit useful, but with a lot of caveats thrown in there. Does that make sense? Right. That makes sort sense. Of? Yeah, I, mean, it's I not suppose it's just keeping you, an eye you, on yourself, isn't it? It's keeping an eye on yourself. If you have asthma, how is my asthma doing? Is it getting out of control? Am I getting a bit wheezy? You've got to remember, the other thing is, like I was saying, people might not bother with treatments, is for me, this is hay fever season, full on. It's starting. I can already feel my eyes itching and things. I suppose hay fever causes can cause wheezing, wheezing and breathing problems. And so we might get a whole host of worried people with hay fever thinking, do I also have corona? And actually, for a doctor to try and you know, work that out can be quite hard as well, particularly if you can't actually see the patients. Um, Mm. But sort of, I I would urge a bit of perspective, you know, if you commonly get hay fever in March, April, the chances are you probably do still have hay fever if your symptoms are the same. Um, If in doubt, there are always helplines and things that you can call. But what about sort of generally, I mean, so you might think this an indelicate question. (laughs) So forgive me, but what about relationships? I mean, are they starting to strain are you sort of being nicely polite still or can you see yourself screaming at each other or is that a really awkward question i would say for us personally it's been good 
I must say, I don't think it's that the case for lots of people. And I, again, I, I'm counting my chickens and thinking how how lucky we are at this moment in time. Yeah, um, give it because, a bit. <laughs> yeah, give it a bit. Give it another two months, and I might bit. turn around and say completely the opposite. But that has probably been the biggest shock of this whole thing. For us. So you were surprised, were you, that actually? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's how about just you? Leave that well, yeah. I mean, I. We're doing all right. And I think you can get into a rut when you're working, can't you? Of just mm. come home in a bad mood, stomp about, slam some doors, yeah. grunt at your partner, go to sleep. It begins all again. So I think for many people, I'm going to be a glass half full type of person and say this could be a really good opportunity to remember what it was that you like about each other in the first yeah. place when you first met. And I'm not saying necessarily everything has to be like that, but actually, you know, rediscover who, who each other are again that was really bad grammar wasn't it um who each other kind are of, but I, I like i like the sentiments <laughs> you know I what love i was the saying sentiment. yeah yeah i do um, like it and i think that's that might actually be a good thing for many people because how often have you had this time at home bumming about together you know mm. usually if you have some holiday time you're trying to catch planes and rush off and see sights or do whatever it is you want to do this is i think quite a golden opportunity for Downtime. You know my big thing about the three pillars of health. We've got yes. diet, we've got exercise, and downtime, which people struggle with so much. But actually, you know, let's try and make good of a of a not very nice situation. You've got downtime finally, where you don't necessarily have to be on the phone checking emails all the time. You can genuinely learn what downtime is and see how you can benefit from it. There goes your chair. That is that was my chair. It wasn't my bones. It was my chair. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, you mentioned just then diet. How's yeah. yours doing? I mean, yeah, honestly. Now, that, don't ask me questions like that. Oh. You know, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I say my predict, if I'm going to be a soothsayer of doom, which I'm really yeah. not, but I think look at worst case scenarios and then you know how to avoid them. You know, I think we're all going to be fat, divorced and alcoholic, aren't we, by the end of this? <laughs> oh, that is a potential. You're not going to be divorced, but you might be fat and alcoholic, mightn't you? 
I, well, I had to. I I had to really have a word for myself after because um, I I'd been away and then I came back and then literally within two weeks of coming back we were into all of this. But remember that time? I mean, like it just feels like the month has been one of the most amazing months in a in a kind of really weird way. Because yeah. at the start of the month you're like going what you you're just looking around going we won't be in lockdown don't be da-, or whatever and I'm um. Only a month ago, they were on the news saying, anybody that's got travel plans, go away, you know, all of this. And so we were taking the, and we, me and some girlfriends went away for a weekend. Yeah. And you just then, we came back and t- towards the end of the weekend, we were like going, oh, this is getting really serious. And we all wanted to be back because we all had kids and we were thinking actually that we should be back. But yeah. all the advice had been, go away, go about your daily life, just be careful, wash your hands. Yeah. And so we were conscious of that. And then we came back. And so so in this time, and that was a month ago, in this time, the way that it's just our whole attitudes have changed and it's just sped up and every day has come with a new challenge and everything. It's just been crazy. And I can't remember what the start of my point was going to be on that. Diet. What was it? What were we talking about? Diet. Diet. So those two weeks, the first two weeks, I possibly drank, because every night you come back and it'd be another thing and you would be going, oh my God and reach for the wine yeah so yeah so i think so then after that i just thought i had on a minute you've you've really gone for it over the last two weeks so i've had to calm it down christian and really not and really make a concerted effort and it's difficult because i um i don't know about you but one of the really startling and great things to come out of this is that i'm having zoom chats with loads of friends that normally i'd speak to every three months or you just wouldn't maybe, have time for them. i just yeah. wouldn't have time yeah. to to have these chats and because there's loads of us on the chats and we're doing pub quizzes and stuff like that it's been brilliant but normally that will uh there'll be a bottle of wine included in that so i was noticing that and i was thinking not a bottle of wine but a couple of glasses but I was thinking, we're no, not I've judging. Got head. This is a judgment-free. I know it's a judgment-free, but that sometimes, like that one we did about alcohol, and I came away going, "Just how bad is it? Come on." Well, I mean, I thought I sounded like I was a real boozer in that one, so I'm all. just going to just, right. just absolutely not say. at all. So I've absolutely tried to be really make a conscious effort not to, but it's been a bit hard because I think that your initial reaction is. Oh, should we just have a glass of wine? Because that's another day of trying to do your work, homeschool the kids, yeah. make sure that everything's all right, everybody's all right and feeling okay by the end of the day. And it's just that little switch off button of having a glass of wine. The problem is boundaries, isn't it? Now yeah. we don't have to be up necessarily to do the mm. commute in the morning. I can hear your glass clinking away in the background. There, that's ice. Oh, I meant to is. ask you about that. I'm addicted to ice. And is that something about me pregnant? or is that the menopause? Are you pregnant or <laughs> menopausal? I'll tell you, I think it must be menopause because when I was pregnant, I used to eat a lot of ice and I've got quite addicted to ice. It's very bad for your teeth. Dentists will be really cross with you. Chewing really? ice. Dude. You wouldn't have thought it, would you? I, I Yeah, I learned so much from dentists because doctors don't really do teeth. It's the only part of the body we don't really cover. So I'm always fascinated when I go to the dentist. Yeah, and they say, don't chew ice. It's terrible for your teeth. But... <gasps> I've got so many topics I have to talk to you. But the boundaries thing, I think, is really interesting because, you know, as you are with parenting, you've got to have a bit of routine. Otherwise, you know, it'll be anarchy, won't it? You need Mm. to have boundaries. But I think that does also apply to us. But because we don't have to get up in the morning, we don't have to do that commute. Maybe you don't, you know, you're not rushing around so much and things. And six o'clock becomes five o'clock, becomes four o'clock, doesn't it? Easily. you let your boundaries slip. And that's where I think, especially with alcohol, you could run into problems. Um, 
but conversely, actually, I was talking to a friend of mine who's done a podcast with us about about addiction and drinking and things. And she was saying, do you know what? This could be really good rehab for a lot of people. You're sort Is that of in- Fenty? It's Fenty. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I don't have permission to talk about her, I should say, but I'm sure it's fine because mm-hmm. she's been on the podcast. But we were just discussing it and saying, you know, th- in a way, this sort of isolation is a bit harder. Let's say if you have a drug problem, for instance, to get hold of substances. If you live with someone, they can sort of, I don't want to use the word police, but it gives the idea, sort of monitor you a little bit more. And I think it's also that time for reflection and thought and you can have, um, you know, weekly sessions with counselling and things. So it may also be a useful opportunity. But for general people, I think you yeah, do watch your boundaries and that applies to food as well as alcohol. We are incredibly good at, at, at fibbing ourselves. Oh, I'm know, telling you what, Christian, we? working from home, I mean, like it's just a short walk to the cake yeah. tent. It's too and easy, I've, isn't I've, it? Yeah, well, I've had to ban cakes and I've had to stop the kids from cooking because that's the other thing. Cookery with kids, brilliant thing to do, but they make they basically tend to make sweet things like Yeah, biscuits. of course. Brightly coloured, lurid oh, coloured sweet things. And they're always really sugary and really quite nice in a horrible kind of way. And so, yeah, so I've had to, well, ban them from doing They can only make salad as far as I'm concerned at the minute because it's just too easy to walk, like <laughs> just move my rather larger returned body from one room to another to get some more food. (laughs) And I would say, you know, that, and we're very good at just forgetting that we only did that 10 minutes ago, you know, or or pretending that we've forgotten. Uh, If you're really worried about that, again, obviously the type of food that you have in the house is key. So if you don't want to eat it, don't buy it. It sounds Mm. easy, but, you know. And the other thing is, and this is kind of horrific and takes a bit of work, but it's just surprisingly effective. Food diaries. And that doesn't have to be a sort of logbook of everything you eat. What you could do if you have a you know metal-fronted fridge, every time you eat something that you're trying to cut down on, stick a bright red sticker or whatever it is on the fridge door. And it gives you a very visual... And you could do it with drinks, for instance, couldn't you, with alcohol. You know, it gives you, whoa, there are four red stickers on the door and it's only, you know, half past 12 in the morning that's quite a good visual key the thing is you actually have to put the sticker on the door all right and that might be an area where you might cheat but these are all kind of quite useful tips i'm doing a lot of puzzles and things i'm i'm sort of uh, i'm throwing myself into hobbies to keep me keep me distracted from the fridge and from booze and stuff like that are you doing stuff like that or are you just so busy running around looking after the house that you don't have time i'm i'm running around like a yeah i'm just <laughs> For those of us that made the sensible decision not to have children, (laughs) we have the luxury of puzzles. And And you know what? You you just think, God, you went for another one after you turned (laughs) three of them. Should have said no. (laughs) I love the stickers idea, Christian. I think that's that's absolutely genius. And the 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 one that I always go back to, which I hate, I hate because so many people have said it to me in my many years of. Um, oh, bloody Weight Watchers and all the rest of it that I've done over the many years. And yeah. actually, is there much point? You, you know exactly what you should be doing. But um, they've always said, you're only cheating yourself. And you always want to punch someone when they say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it is kind of true. And yeah. it does sort of like come back and I go, oh, yeah, you're right. It is only me. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't bother whoever if you put on a pound or if you lose a pound does it really no, it's no, just you that's going to be so it depends what you want you know have realistic expectations bear in mind that these are fairly exceptional circumstances so don't be too hard on yourself but i think you know it, i'm i'm always a little bit nervous when i talk that i always want to point out where things can go wrong and so it sounds a bit all negative and doom and gloomy but i think if you know where things can go wrong you can therefore avoid them. If you're not sure of the pitfalls, you know, you're more likely to fall into them. So 
I think you are likely to sort of graze. Mindless eating is going to be much more common. You're going to wander about the house and before you know it, you're standing in front of the kitchen cupboard again. Again. You know, how did I get here? And Um, shall I tell you the other thing, Christian, that I think makes a massive difference? You're not getting dressed up as much. Your lower half, at least, is not being seen. I'm still in my gym jams now, I'll tell you that. And I'm I'm in my my gym gym kit. (laughs) So I'm in an elasticated waist. Yeah. So, and I would never be going to... I would not be going into work in an elasticated waist, really. So I think that is terrible because you just end up, because I'm like really eschewing a whole half of my wardrobe. Because I'm just thinking, well, that's not a comfortable wear, but that's what I'd wear to work. So I think that always belies a bit of a thing because I don't think I've worn anything with a zip (laughs) and a waistband for about three weeks. There's a little tip that I once learned a while ago, and it, it sort of works. If you do up your belt or sort of put a put a little gussety thing, you know, take a tuck in your elasticated waist. So you make it a little bit tighter, not so that you can barely breathe, but a little bit tighter. You're suddenly very aware of your midriff. And if you're wanting to keep an eye on your weight, that extra little bit of tightness makes you a little bit more self-conscious. And it's a sort of little background reminder oh yeah these are getting a bit tight got to watch that so that biscuit that you've just gone for you might be a little bit less likely to eat you might not but it's quite a good sort of one notch up on the belt not so that you're uncomfortable but so you're aware they're a bit tight is a really good little sort of oh yeah you know got to watch that so notch on your belt and scary stickers (laughs) yeah yeah for some, you know, and I'm picturing your lovely homely kitchen with a fridge covered in fridge magnet and stickers and drawings. Is that the case or have I got that wrong? Is that just wishful thinking? I think my, my part? partner's got a bit of a thing. He really hates fridge magnets. And that's always that was always the kitchen I wanted, Christian, but I'm not allowed it. So you're going to have to do a chart, aren't so, you? So something? I've got a chart. Don't worry, I'm on my fitness. I'm on my fitness pal, doodah. I'm I'm logging everything because I'm so. But, but what's quite nice about families is you can all play, and if mummy's not doing very well, you know who's going to remind you with glee first. You know, we played so- Monopoly last night, and my eldest grabbed hold of my arm and jiggled it and said, "Oh, that's lovely, mummy." <laughs> <laughs> that was never one of my flashpoints. I just went, "Oh my god, now I've got to worry about that." Oh, well, look, I mean. <laughs> Jiggly upper arms. Kids will always do that, and there's nothing wrong with you, Alex. I could tell you that, but yeah, children will always do that. If they comment on my meaty thighs as they keep doing (laughs) one more time, they might. You never know. (laughs) I think you know it's it is a weird time, but I Mm. I was you know I was really worried before about you know young people and sort of Instagram obsessions and 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 all of this this sort of na 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 me 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 more 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 as I call them. but do you think we're going to slightly slow down here and maybe pause? And it, this might be a bit of a tonic to all that. I think it's, I think if I look at my Instagram feed, I think it's a very different tone. I think there's not as much of that because I suppose a lot of Instagram is people going, oh, look, I'm in the Serengeti and here's a picture of me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and obviously people aren't doing that. And I just think it just, it feels much calmer nicer more achievable ascertainable place to be at the moment than it has been in a long time i I think it might help with that you know these kids who we know that teenagers particularly have been very very affected by you know this need for likes and all that sort of thing that may have become a little bit less self-obsessed as a result of this so Mm. 
And the creativity. I, I've seen some great things. Like uh, my nieces did some pastiche on ABBA and it was hilarious. And you know, all of that, those funny videos you're getting through yeah. are really great. Sorry, I've got the five-year-old again. That's all right. Away? He's welcome to join us. You know, it's... Uh... Uh, there, that's, yeah. Hello, I'm, I'm back again. I'm scared, Sorry. so they must be. <laughs> no, I was saying... Um, they yeah, ignore that, me. That, yeah, no, yeah. He's um, been in twice. <laughs> it's... Yeah, that sort of, I think this might be a bit of a tonic to, to that sort of self-obsessed, very narcissistic, I need more likes or I'm not a proper person or I, you know, I don't measure up to other people. We might see some good come out of that, won't we? It's that sort of reflection and that calm and that, and that's altruism, looking out, you know, there's lots of messages, aren't there, about helping other people look out if you have an elderly neighbour. What I, I really hope that that might continue long after coronavirus has just will, become because- a... I think people are having conversations with neighbours. I know several people that say we never used to speak to our neighbours and now we've all joined together. We've been out on the steps clapping the NHS workers. You know, it is very much that people are coming together at two metres apart, as it were. And it feels like that everybody seems to be... Um, you know, have this collective feeling. So I'm hoping, I mean, I've, our, our neighbours, we've been trying to um, help them out. And it's, yeah, it's a very different different um, atmosphere, I think. Which I is, hope it, people and, keep it, it up, though. And it doesn't yeah. all just go back to normal straight away when, I, when we do. I don't think it will. I don't think it I will. I definitely, I think we should, I'm thinking of sort of future podcasts that we could do. And I, I definitely think talking a bit more about how on earth do you cope with kids not only generally but in this time you know how do we keep them busy how do we if they're worried if they're frightened because i think it will have quite a long-term impact on their lives this event won't it it is strange it is hard to explain it might be frightening um it might be exciting but their schooling might suffer a bit there you know so keeping an eye on that and i think we should talk to someone a bit more about that don't you you sound like you could you'd like to do that yes and as i say i'm in a very really lovely situation here we've got a garden we've got you know I've got my partner this is all good here yeah um but I'm really really conscious of families that don't have that or you know that don't have uh, who would normally rely on the school meals and and things like that or people children that might be at risk that's what I'm I'm very aware of that that situation as well and just how these people are dealing with with things if if there was somebody who could just come and talk to us about situations we can we can i'm sure we can arrange that I think and i think also great. mental health in general i think if you are on your own for instance this can be very lonely very isolating and i know my other half has friends who are not from the uk and they're sort of stuck here in a, in a bed set and they're fairly miserable and mm. we're always trying to sort of bring them up and sing silly videos on FaceTime and stuff like that to amuse them. But it, it is quite hard. So I think talking a bit more about that would be helpful, don't you? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Right, I think oh, we should let you go back to your <laughs> back to your demanding family, don't you? <laughs> I don't want to be held responsible for anything. So that is definitely about it for this episode of Second Opinion. Axel, I nearly called you. Alex, thank you so much. Um, it's great to be back, even if not in front of you, but to hear your voice. It's lovely to hear you, Christian. Lovely We're going to try and do our best to make the most out of this situation and we'll give you as much advice and guidance as we can. Don't forget, you can get in touch with us by emailing surgery at thepodcastworks.com or you can message me on twitter at dr christian if you've got specific questions or subjects you want us to talk about feel free to give us a five-star rating press the subscribe button you can share the podcast on your socials now is the time goodbye
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.